This week, more of life's tough questions, like should fat people get their own row on a roller coaster? And how young is too young when it comes to padded bras? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Sandeep Sen. With me, as always, is my lovely partner, Phil Causey. Phil. Hey. How's it going, Phil? How was your week? It's good, man. It's uh, I'm just it's July in New York. It's hot as hell out, and that makes me happy because I'm like a, I'm like a lizard. I'm like one of those people that when it's super hot out, I'm like happier. I don't know what it is. Yeah, Phil called me l- last week. It was a hundred degrees out, and he wanted to go hang out in the park. And I'm like, why would I go outside in this in this weather? And he and he's like, you're Indian. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we got the fuck out of there, man. Like, we don't want to hang out. You see, that that's not true though, because like that's there's huge population numbers in India. So, I mean, if you're gonna bring it there, that technically more people fucked and stayed there than left, right? Right. But not because they liked the hundred degree weather. It's because they couldn't afford to get oh. the fuck out. Yeah, that's right. You're from you're from the Brahmin class of Indians. <laughs> that's you right. and your Indian, I didn't know you knew that. Well done, Phil. You and your Indian privilege. <laughs> Which I mentioned Indian privilege on the show way more often than I probably should. But yeah, like, uh, like I was saying, I'm one of these people who, when it's below 75 degrees, my hands are numb. Like, I just, I like the hot weather. It brings me out, makes me happy. Uh, okay, well, let now, uh, I forgot the tagline. This is the least important debate show ever. And we have our guest this week is Allison Klemp. Allison, how are you doing? Hello, I'm doing yes. well. Yes, actually, welcome back to the show. Allison, we don't normally recycle guests on the you show. Had, there but... was a different Indian here before. Yes, right. It was used to be a J. Raj. Now it's Sandy Sen. Allison was with us actually way back. What in class was a J from? Uh, what? What cast was he? he was Probably the same one as yours. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he I mean, seemed you're... untouchable to me. <laughs> it's the only other cast I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's like three or four in between there, right? There are like there's like five. There are many. Yeah, <laughs> there are like there are many of them because they're like I I forgot. There's like between five and ten regular casts, and then there's there's like within them there are many subdivisions. Yeah. And, so anyway, Allison was with us way back in episode number five, back before uh, I knew what the fuck this show even kind of was. And so it's definitely a pleasure to have you back. And and last time we talked with, with her, we talked about some sort of generic topics. But this time we actually have a topic that has to do with like female stuff, which I know is sort of your wheelhouse, Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not saying that you're into chicks. I'm saying that you like I don't uh, know. I was just you're you're a you're I a am a certified woman. That's right. You yeah. Are, is, wait, is that her qualification of, of female stuff? I know stuff a lot about female stuff. I know way more than you. That's true. Uh, by default, I'm basically no an less. expert. Allison is a smasher of the patriarchy and defender of all womankind. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to have Except her for back. the cunts and bitches. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so we always take a minute to meet our guests up front. On the show here, let's talk about what, what the things you've been doing lately. Now, you still run the Naked show. I do. Right? Now, Ajay was on it. Sandeep was on it. You're obviously the host. There's a lot of naked people that I've seen that have also done this show, mm-hmm. this podcast. When's the next Naked show? It's in the fall, right? It, it's going to be in the fall. We don't have an exact date lined mm-hmm. up, but, you know, just stay tuned. You can like the Naked show on Facebook or on Twitter at Naked Show NYC. Well, the Naked Show seems to be a very days. popular show. Why is it only four times a year? Um, it's just like a lot. It's like I, I also wouldn't want to do it monthly. That's just like too frequent, honestly. And it's just it's just 
sort of stressful. It, it was just too scarring to see event. that many people naked. And I it's think. just like, I mean, honestly, there's just like, that's just like too much nudity, I think. I think yeah. it's good to space it out. Too many different types of penises. Because mm-hmm. I know you, you, you explicitly tell me off air once that you booked the show based on diversity, that you like to have I try not to. just a whole not bunch of white solely people. solely based on diversity, but... Well, not solely, but you know what I mean. You, you do yeah. your best to mix it up so that the, the paying audience doesn't just see a bunch of naked if white people. If you just look at like a white dick after... A, like, it's like, you know, on a regular comedy show, like it's good to have <laughs> diversity of perspective and lifestyles and all those kinds of things so you're not just hearing the same stories over and over again. But like factor all that in and then also think about like do these people really want to look at seven white penises in a row like probably not some do but yeah i'd say not Mm, everybody i'm gonna say most don't (laughs) what's what i mean yeah yeah i mean 15 percent. i can't imagine i can't i can't think of anybody who's like give me a soft white dick and then multiply it by seven you know so it's (laughs) it's nice and i like and not even just like with racial diversity, but I like having people of different sizes. That sounds sizes, like the worst porno ever, by the way. People with like tattoos, like people with, you got a weird scar, like all that shit. Like I just want to see different. Or just be Indian like Sandeep said. Or just be Indian. <laughs> you can just be Indian and then I'll get you on real quick. So nudity aside, you also do another thing Also funny. You know, funny is important. Yeah. Funny is is sometimes important in New York City. Uh, there's also another thing you do called the See You Last Tuesday show. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's that's way that's past civilization show. somewhere in Bushwick, right? It is in the heart of Bushwick. Um, okay, so I was completely wrong as usual. <laughs> you say it's a closed show? It's a clothed show. A clothed show. As opposed to my naked show. Uh, yeah, it's a monthly show at uh, this bar, Talon, in Bushwick, off the Myrtle Wyckoff stop, and uh, we do it downstairs in the basement, and it's the last Tuesday of every month. It's a bunch of fun. If you're in Brooklyn... Go check it out. Go buy a bunch of drinks and go see Allison Klemp with her clothes on. Mm, Right? (laughs) Yeah. I'll see her with her clothes on, I guess. (laughs) Wait, she's going to tell us jokes? Oh, fine. Show us your tits. Come on. You know, is that ever a fear of yours that like in your non-naked shows that you're going to get like a fan base and there are eventually going to be people that just, you know, yell shit like that at shows? No. I mean, I feel like you... You could have someone could yell that to you at a show without having performed naked. I feel like you're more likely to because mm. also it's like sort of a little bit of the justification for doing the naked show is also that it's like, you know, everybody builds up this like the whole nudity thing, especially in entertainment. Right. And for women, especially because it's like, oh, like if I'm going to show my body like I want to, you know, I, there's like this huge fear, especially after like all these like. Uh, hacking scandals like we've seen female celebrities and like their pictures getting put on the internet and stuff like that you know and it's like if I just saturate the market with my tits up front then everybody's just gonna get sick of them you know yeah, no, no one's gonna and then um, if my phone gets hacked yeah. and my pictures get put on the internet everybody's gonna be like yeah we've already seen it yeah you it's know? Like we, we paid $15 plus two drinks to see it once yeah exactly like, yeah so exactly like, whatever that was one thing interesting about the naked show. Is it's like you're naked for the first ten seconds, and then all right, you're naked. Now let's hear the, let's hear the jokes. Yeah, yeah. The the effect wears off, especially like the longer the show goes on. Like it's like for the first comic, I think people are like, oh, you know. But the longer the show goes on, everybody just gets used to well, it. Well, thing I noticed that is that the the male comics mm-hmm. they get a little bit more of the audience's polite attention, whereas some of the female comics, even towards later in the show, there are there is that level of creepiness where some people are just there to stare at tits. Yeah, you're always gonna have that. Yeah, you're always gonna have. But yeah, you're definitely right. I've been. But to a again, bunch of them I've had out. that on shows with my clothes on too. 
You know, I one time when I was like still pretty <laughs> new to comedy, I was wearing like I was wearing like a cute dress, like a nice dress. That's like kind of out. I normally dress pretty casually, but I was just like kind of dressed up a little bit that night for whatever reason. And somebody came up to me after the show and they said that um, he was like, you're very funny, but you're also very beautiful. And I think that it's distracting to the audience because I think that they were too distracted by your beauty to pay attention to your jokes. And was that another comic? Uh, it was another comic. Yeah, that was just his his beta male way of trying to hit on you. No, yeah, I, I think that. he's trying to have sex. Oh with you. no, no, no! Yeah. I 100% am aware of that, yeah. but that's also not the only time I've heard something to that effect. And it's just like it's very frustrating. Like it's just like it's like an annoying thing because it's like it's such a backhanded compliment anyway. Because it's like, oh yeah, you're pretty, but that means you can't be funny. You know, and it's all yeah, you're it's not just, funny enough to overcome your pretty. Thank you, and I'm not even that pretty, <laughs> which is really the sad thing. I am I pretty. I think you're though. quite lovely. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So speaking of women's bodies, let's hop into the first yeah, outrage topic here. Uh, this this is a this is a fun one. This is a really fun one, depending on your perspective on it. So this one's over from the UK. We'll start overseas this week. The Primark Company, which is a uh, clothing uh, store, like a mid-range sort of discount. They're like, like I guess Kmart? I googled them. They're like the equivalent of I guess like a TJ Maxx or like an H and M. Uh, sorry, but they're over there, and they have one location here, and it's on Staten Island. So, like, uh, ooh, I was just yeah. on Staten Island. Cool. So, they put out a product recently called My First Bra, and as uh, we could imagine, that's a like a starter bra, training bra. Is that what it's called? I don't know yeah. anything about. Yeah, I'm I'm out of my league in terms of bra knowledge, mm-hmm. so we're, we're leaning heavily on you for this. You know, topic, I think it's Allison. good that you're not familiar with the bras a 12 year old girls wear. <laughs> I think that's probably for the best. <laughs> So you're like, uh, oh, those training bras, they're tough to get off. I'd be like, okay, well, we got to talk. <laughs> yeah. So the, the the issue with this bra that people had was that it was marketed for seven to 13 year old girls and it was padded. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought. Like how it. padded though? Apparently enough for people to get mad about it. Mm. And I guess there are parents uh, of kids that were shopping at the store that saw this that were a little bit angry. Mm-hmm. You know, thinking like, why Why does my kid need to, you know, be filling out? She's seven. You know, well, what's, what's yeah, the problem eight, here? And, you know, third grade's a killer. So it really helps if you have go, those big old titties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, tickled bitties help no matter what. Yeah, what they're always going to help you. No, I don't, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. And this is another topic, Sandy, where Parliament for some reason got involved in the UK. I don't know what the fuck is going on in the UK. But uh, this is another topic where the, where the parliament got involved. Uh, Sarah Champion, who is the local parliament member there, said that it leads to a sexualization of children and that she's like totally not cool with it, uh, all this stuff. And I, I have so many questions about this topic because I, again, I don't know much about bras. Mm-hmm. So I have to sort of ask weird bra questions to Allison to try mm-hmm. to, we're going to try, that's how we're going to decipher this topic a little bit. Yeah. Um, so what, what age is normal for like a starter, like a first bra? It depends on when you start getting boobs. Um, Okay. You know, like boys, girls hit puberty at different times (laughs) in their lives. And their bodies start changing. And their bodies start changing, and everything gets real weird. Uh, Me, personally, I got tits very young. Oh, well done. Thank you. Um, I was a prodigy. Is that something to get that excited about, Sandeep? No, it's actually bad because it means I've had them longer, which means gravity has had more time to just really do its thing. And if you want to see them, come to the Naked come Show. Come to the Naked the Show sometime in October, probably. <laughs> Check your local listings. Get that plug in there. Um, come yeah. see how saggy my tits really are. <laughs> Watch my nipples touch the floor. Nipples touch the floor. That's my rap song. Um, 
That's the nipples hit the. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I was in fifth grade when I started wearing a bra. And it was. Nipples got low, 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 low. low, so, low. So, so, next question What is the primary difference between a, a, a training bra and a regular, I guess, adult bra? What's the, like, in terms of, I guess, shape or stability? I don't really know the right questions here. It's usually more like a sports bra. It okay. usually doesn't have, like, clasps and all that. It's kind of, it's usually like a pullover thing. It's obviously not super supportive because it's when your boobs are just starting to come in. And so you don't really have that much there, but you like, you do want to like hold it in and not have them like be bouncing around. And cause that's like weird, you know, when you're like being a kid that hurts too, doesn't it? Not so much when, not, when they're that small, they don't really hurt. Like they, they can hurt when they're getting bigger. Um, but it's like, it's weird to be a kid with tits. Like I was a kid with tits um, and I have like other friends who were kids with tits and it's just like, it's very uncomfortable because you, you're not a sexual person yet, but people start looking at you like a sexual person. Mm. And it's like, I got cat called for the first time, like when I was like 12 and that was just like very, wait, where were you? Were you like, like in the school man. hallway and like you're no, walking to your like, locker and some no, kid I was, like, is walking like, to the park. No, it was a man. It was like grown men oh, that's who were saying up. things. And yeah, it's super creepy. And it's like, and it, this is a really common story for women who develop early. Um, and it's very confusing and scary. But were you one of the popular girls because you had no. tits in your class? I mean, I was popular at the time. Well, there you go. But it wasn't really because of my boobs. Like I, so I, you say? I what was, you think no, your personality was, already, was, was so awesome? I was already like I was like very <laughs> outgoing. And I was just like kind of like a natural leader. I went to a small school. It was just, like everybody knew each other. Um, but I was like like it's uncomfortable. And, like I would I would wear like baggy shirts and like I wouldn't you know. At 12, 13, I wasn't trying to, like, sexualize my body. It was yeah, just, like, exactly. But you had to think some guys were cute, feelings. right, at age 12? I mean, I had a... my first. I started dating my first boyfriend when I was in fifth grade, but he later turned out to be gay. <laughs> well, there you no. go. I mean, he was gay then. So you like, were dating at, like, call, age Everybody, 10. like, called him gay. They'd be like, Charlie's gay. And I'd be like, how can he be gay? He's my boyfriend. We have a <laughs> shared love of Britney Spears and NSYNC. You know, just, by I the can't way, believe I never saw it coming. One, that happened to one of my friends in adult life, like, less than three years ago. Oh, she thought she was dating some guy, and, like, the whole time he was totally into dudes. Yeah, that's a sad So story. that does happen. Yeah, so don't feel bad. Like, you didn't oh, have I don't, your I don't feel out. bad. We're buds. He's, yeah. He has a husband now. He's great. You're, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you're focusing on the negatives of having tits, like being catcalled by by men, you know? But what about the positive of having tits? You were landing all the top primo dick in like 10th grade. In like no. 12th grade because you we had tits. Uh, no. we, uh, let, let, let's get off the... Also, we're uh, jumping. Like training uh, bra, like training bra. Fi- we're talking like fifth, sixth grade. Bad choice of words get off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, once you're in high school, like everything's different. But like even that, like believe... Trust me, like it's not, it's just really not this like fantasy life having tits. Like it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It hurts. You always feel very self-conscious about yourself. You feel like okay. you're doing something wrong. You just so like we're going to, we're going to get back to the, uh, the, we're going to get off of boobs and get back to bras. Okay. We're going to okay, keep the, it. The, the, the key thing okay, of so this the, Yeah. The story. thing about the padding, it's the padding because <laughs> right. it's like, these are, yeah. these are bras that are made for kids who are still in elementary school. And yeah. so it's like, I mean, there is some, if it's like a slight padding, there is some benefit to that because like, if your nipples get hard, which I don't even know if they do when you're that young. Like, I don't know. How old are you when your nipples start getting hard? I have no idea. But, like, if your nipples get but if your nipples get hard and you have a very thin bra and, like, maybe a thin shirt, then your nipples are going to poke through them. Everybody's going to see your nipples. And that's also, like, a whole thing. So a little bit of padding can help, like, keep that from showing. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like it was, like, a little more intense. Yeah. It's a, and also, by the way, dudes, we, we start reading random boners at young ages. So yeah, we have a yeah. s- similar problem. Yeah, you, you tuck get... it into your waistband and shit. Yeah, And it's exactly. like the teacher asks you to come solve the problem on the board and you got to 
hard dick, and it's like, oh no. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and so the Primark company, Primark company, I'm sorry, they responded, and they said that. We would like to be absolutely clear that these bras are molded, not padded. There's right. no enhancement. Mm. What so does it, that mean? It, it, it seems it mean? to all come down to this. Can you, What's molded versus padded? Yeah, can you explain that to a bunch of clueless idiot guys? Molding is like, okay, so think of like a, a woman's bathing suit, right? Sure. Okay. All the time. You're aware. I was doing that already. So like <laughs> bathing suits will have molding, which is kind of like a foamy sort of material in there to kind of just help hold everything together, like hold the material and everything together because like it's getting wet and stuff. And bras will have that too. It's just like a thin, not a super thick pad, but it does kind of help hold the shape of the material and also just provide a little bit of that extra protection like I was talking about. Um, yeah, that's like, it's usually white, right? Sometimes I mean, you usually white. don't see it because it's like inside it. the Yeah, I'm not intimately it's familiar like sewn, with the inside. Of it's like sewn <laughs> into the material usually. Okay. Yeah. All right, so so that's what molding and then padded would be there to make your boobs look bigger. Is that the right? Yeah. The so difference? like padding will be so molding will basically be like, um, like think if you like put your palm over like the top of a boob, you know, like mm -hmm. that kind of area. It just sort of like it just like kind of sits. It goes there. Mm -hmm. Whereas padding will usually be. I'm doing a visual act out, which the listeners cannot appreciate, but I think Phil and Sandy do. She did just put um, her hand over her boob for almost. I'm just no like touching though, my boobs. We we appreciate it. Whereas like padding will be like, it'll have a little bit more like infrastructure to it, and it'll <laughs> usually be like <laughs> at the bottom of the bra cup, so that it like pushes the boobs up. You know what I mean? And is that so that way you consider it a push up bra then, or is that a whole other category that I? Don't really know what we're yeah i mean push up and padding i guess there's like differences i don't know courtney mcginnis could probably be a lot better at <laughs> going through all these different details she's right. like probably so, your so, girl so, so anyway so the main question though is it that that molding is sort of there for like um like support and protection whereas the padding is there for enhancement and looks is that the way the the way yeah molding is there for yeah support holding a shape things like that it's like not okay. like a mold molding isn't gonna like make your tits look bigger necessarily, you know? Well, it seems like the whole case hinges on, is it molding or, or is, is it padding, padding right? I mean, that's, the, seeing, that's the million dollar question for this Without seeing it, it's really hard to say. Yeah. Uh, well, my, I also have other questions about this. Was that like, was this designed by a man or a woman? Because was there a chance that like, there was like the last day at work and it was like a dude who was a clothing designer? I mean, I'm designer? sure it was designed by a man. It, yeah, exactly. And he and he like was like, oh, I guess if I just like copy and paste all the stuff from the adult version and just make it smaller, <laughs> it's totally <laughs> the same thing, right, guys? Like I was I was trying to like like justify this in my mm -hmm. head as to how this got into production. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking maybe like, it had to be a man. It had to be a man that did this. No, they're stupid women too. It's really hard to say. Yeah. And my other thing too is they were saying that it, it sexualizes children supposedly. Mm -hmm. now, What's the problem with that? Yeah. Well, no, the thing is, though, Kids is that if someone was Did a pedophile... you fuck any kid, who would you fuck? If someone was a pedophile... <laughs> oh, oh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Kapowski, the first season of Saved by the Bell. Ooh. Uh, she's, she had to be, like, 14 She's 15, there. yeah, 14, You 15, had an 15. answer way too ready for that question. I, I've, I've always thought about that. Like, I'm I like, mean, man, same, honestly. Because I, I was watching it at the time, and then, like, I'm always like, man, I'd totally fuck. And then I realized, like, you know... You know, she's like 15 in there. That's not good. Yeah, but at the time, but you were like you 12 when, younger? Yeah, yeah. But so, now I would still fuck Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, but it's different because you were introduced to it when you were young. Yeah, well, I think it's different. 
Uh, All right, so here, okay. you, this is a picture. Can you tell if it, this is molding versus padding? This is padding? great for the listeners. Um, that looks a little bit much. I don't ah, know. Oh, that looks a little so bit much. Molded versus padded. No, padded versus padded molded. Versus molded. I don't know. It's really hard to say. We'll put these pictures it's up on the website. Tell. We will. I mean, on Facebook, yeah. Okay. This type of molded bra is <laughs> extremely common. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, this oh, is you know what? Yeah, we can we can I do can, that. Now. I don't. I think if it's padded, it's outrage. But from what you say, if it's molded, it should not cause outrage. Let me play devil's advocate for one second here, okay? If they are trying to sexualize children, let's say you're a pedophile, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're a pedophile. Now, isn't part of the appeal in wanting to fuck kids that they don't have tits? Mm. So wouldn't this ward off pedophiles? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but I'm it, just trying it to say you, want you know who it wouldn't ward off? R. Kelly. So you still got to watch out for that. Oh. No, but you still want to uh, fuck women without pubic hair. So, like, you know, that doesn't ward off the pedophiles. That's true. I mean, That's true. Or is, like, a kid with tits, like, a pedophile's wet dream, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Mm, like, I don't oh, know. man. Like, all the benefits this of childhood and all the benefits so, of, like, you know. This 11-year-old's pussy is so tight. If only she had some rockin' Ds, you know? See, but maybe maybe it's, yeah, I was thinking it was the opposite. Like, he'd, like, hold her down and be like, oh, my God, you got tits? Ew. And it's like, I would just run away. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Like, I, I didn't come here for it's the really tits. It's really hard to say. Let's get a pedophile. Let's get a kid with tits. And let's see I've spent happens. my whole life illegally fucking underage people so that I don't have to deal with tits, goddammit. <laughs> oh, these fucking tits are always getting <laughs> in the, the way. How the fuck are you seven and developing? This is bullshit. Yeah. So so yeah. Hey, maybe maybe protection was what they had in mind. I don't know. But yeah, I think you're right, Sandeep. That it's it is. Uh, if it is made for an enhancement, it's totally fucking weird. And, and I feel like they probably outrage. did it with good intentions, and they probably okay. just put a little bit too much into it, and people feel uncomfortable. I mean that that one that we're looking at now has like defined cups. Which is not really appropriate for seven to thirteen year olds. Like, like I said, a normal training bra is supposed to look more like a sports bra than like a sexy bra. That is a little sexy for a kid. Okay, all right. And like so when we'll... I like when I started, I had to wear like regular bras, and it was like it was awful because like they never. Oh, so you went right to the big leagues. I went right to regular bras. Yeah. And it was like I still have problems with like they would like fall down my shoulders all the time, and it was like really embarrassing because like my bra strap would be showing, and I was like the That's only sexy. one. Not sexy. Well, no, when, when you're, no, think about when think you're a thir- 13 year old boy, like, oh my God, I can see how it's brought up. Oh my God. You guys, yeah. look, look. You know, like, because that's, that's how it is that's when you're. Huge. So, yeah, I'm talking about school. me, though. Like, I, I hated it. It was oh, awful. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. And also, up. other girls are really mean. Like, yeah. other girls don't like the girl who gets the tits first. All right, so verdict time on this one. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. What, what, Allison, I'm, again, we're leaning really on you with this. What, what do you think as far as the, this, this, uh, it's this credible outrage. outrage or not? Yeah. You don't think this is a big deal? I think it's, I think I understand why. I understand why people are upset. Okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it wasn't intentional, but I think that it's, it's credible. Okay. That's my opinion. Just based on those pictures. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll so go with it, that. It, it, the on that whole, second picture. That second picture is what did it for me. Second picture. <laughs> I think there's the default, my default parameter is to not be outraged. So I need credible, I think that you have to prove that the bra is not merely is padded as opposed to what was the other word? Molded. Well, also Molded. it's just like just don't buy the fucking bras. No one's forcing you to buy it. 
just capitalism that shit. Don't buy the bras. Boycott the bra company, and then they'll go out of business, and then there won't be any more. But then padded all bras. the other third graders are gonna buy the bra, and then you're gonna feel left out. You know, then you have to buy <laughs> the bra because Sally's bought the bra. And mm. apparently, the, these bras were two for eight dollars, which apparently is cheap for bra standards. Oh my god, they're mistaken. practically giving it away. Is that eight dollars or eight pounds? It was five pounds, which is eight dollars. Oh, yeah, we do our research on the fake cheap. outrage report. I mean, that means that means that. People who made those bras were other kids who can't even afford <laughs> to wear the inappropriate bra. And that's oh, the real tragedy. That is, that's a third world joke. All right. So shall we move on from um, small boobs to big people? Wait, you didn't rule. You have, we, we have, yeah, we did. No, I agree with Allison. Okay. So it's out, real outrage. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go legit. Okay. I think, uh, you know, we, we've had decades of bra, or mm, if not centuries Sexualizing of, kids is bad, okay? Yeah, a, a bra designing experience. I feel like they should have had it right by now. So yeah. when something fucks up, it's like, come on, man. This is, you know, this is nothing new. It's not like designing an iPhone. The boobs have existed for quite a while. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at here. So yeah, I'm, I'm with Allison. Okay, so one. legit outrage. All right, moving on. Uh, still more body issues here on the Fake Outrage Report. This... Next story comes to us from Fairhope, Alabama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where a new amusement park has issue, sparked outrage because the on the website, they issued ride restrictions that said that guests no of larger size, quote, unquote, might not be accommodated for certain rides. And they had specific measurements. So the, specifically, the park said that guests who exceeded six feet, two inches in height and weighed over 225 pounds and at a 40-inch waistline or 52-inch chest, could face restrictions and might not be able to ride the rides. Um, the restrictions also singled out women who weigh more than 200 pounds or those who wear a size 18 or larger. Uh, so this, this sparked outrage. Um, on the Internet, people were like, this park isn't for fat people, and they're discriminating against fat people. And so uh, the park had to issue a statement saying it was never our intent to offend or any person or group by the language in our rider safety instructions. Uh, restrictions implemented by the park are provided by the ride manufacturer to ensure the safety of our guests and employees. This is outrageous on a number of levels. <laughs> okay. I will start with this. This is a new park, and this is America, and this is fucking somewhere Alabama. <laughs> you know you're going to have fucking fatties riding your rides. You have to accommodate for that. It's like, if this was like a park that was built in like 1952, and it's like, sorry, these old ass coasters can't hold your big fat ass. Like, okay, great. <laughs> we people weren't discussing heifers back then, but now we're all fat. It's the American way, and especially in Alabama. And I'm just like, I mean, I know that the education system is really bad down there, but I just feel like it's like really stupid planning on their part. Like, of course, and you want big fat fatty to come to the park. That's who comes to the park, you know? Okay. Well, they, um, they're going to spend a lot of money in the concessions. Yeah, they're going to eat the hot dogs, going to get the cotton candy. Oh, I didn't even think of the concession money. Uh, I think that it's, it, it, for me, it hinges on the safety issues. And if you're going to put a lot of time developing... So you got to build a stronger coaster. You know, I think that they designed the coaster with X amount of seats in mind. And if people are too big for them, I think that's on the people more. And barring some type of either disease or uh, if someone's not able-bodied enough... I do think that's kind of on the people. I mean, if you don't fit in the seats, you don't fit in the seats. It's the same game. Exactly. At six, like six, take any Six Flags, right? If you can't fit in the seat on the Batman ride, then you can't ride the Batman ride. But like, 
that's just common sense, you know? And, like, if you're really that fat, like, you know that. Like, if you're really that fat, you've probably gone to an amusement park before and had that experience where you couldn't get on a ride. So this shouldn't be that shocking for these people. Anyway, I think what's crazy is, like, how specific these restrictions are. Because it's like, what are they doing? Pulling out a scale and, like, weighing someone? Or, like, checking the tag on their shirt to be like, oh, what size are you? Like, getting a measuring man and measuring their waist. Like, it's just like, if they fit, in, if it fits, it sits. That should be Didn't the rule. Did you say that was a 40-inch waistline was the limit? Yeah. That's pretty fucking big. And what was the weight? The absolute limit. They did or say. They did say well, that. But they're also like, like specifying like women over this size and right. men over this size. They said they like, could face restrictions with yeah. those things. But it's also like good luck asking a woman what size she is at the front of the line at the amusement park. I don't know about yeah. That's just not a good idea. It's I think you know what. Here's the thing. This is America, so there are more fat people. But this is also America where people sue for almost anything. So you have to. These fucking fatties are going to get injured. And they're they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna sue, and then no one can ride the park. So I think you have to have all these now. This is so what, what happens. If, what if you had a special row on whatever ride this is that was for fat people? Wider seats. Like that was specifically like instead of four, it was like two. It's like the obese section. But then the coaster is gonna go less fast, you know. <laughs> no, because it's the same amount of weight. Or no, faster no, no. downhill. It's the same okay? amount of weight because instead of putting four people in a row, you put two people in a row. But it's Ew. the same amount of weight. See? Physics, Sandeep. Come on, you're supposed to be but the then Indian the ride's longer. The line is longer. The line is already too long. Enough with these fucking fatties. I have to, w- I have to wait so longer. So what if they gave you're fat people their own... You're not going to this apartment, this amusement park. I'm not anymore with all these fat chicks What around. if they gave... I all... would recommend you going to Alabama. What if they gave the fat people their own line? Like, they had like the, you had, like, the easy pass lane, the regular lane, and, like, the fat lane. Yeah, no, if they have that to pay be... more, they have to pay double, these well, fat people. Well, I mean, how do you think Jeff Sessions <laughs> feels? Jeff Sessions isn't even tall enough to get on the ride, so how do you think he hey, feels? Hey, getting topical over here. No, th- th- they said there's a height restriction, too, which I thought was weird, because 6'2 is not... Like I understand not letting an obese two? person onto a ride, but six two. I know a lot of people who are like not fat who are just above six two. They're tall people. Yeah, but that's also that's a weirdly if they designed desi- ride. It's a badly designed ride. Yeah, like, people are tall. I mean, I get it. Like it's like oh, if you're too tall, we don't want your head to get cut off or whatever. But like, well, here's the thing. I did some more <laughs> research, and so like there were a lot of questions that happened after the story ran, and one of the comments asked if the restrictions are different from other parks' restrictions, and it turns out they are not. It says most parks have similar numbers. In the fine print, somewhere accessible to guests, usually online. And several commenters pointed out that the OA, uh, this restrictions were word for word the same as Cedar Point in Ohio, which is one of the highest rated amusement parks in the country. I think this is one of those, like, it's the in the fine print, they have to put it in there because in case people get yeah. injured, they have to. Put it to, in there for legal yeah. stuff, but you shouldn't be, like, leading with that, you know? Like, hey, we got this new park, no fatties, you know? <laughs> But like I'm saying, like fat like people that, know. Actually. Fat people know they can't ride roller coasters. <laughs> fat people don't know have any insight. If you you're that fat, you know because if you're, you, in America, if you're in the no. south and everyone around you is fat, then you think you're killing it, you know. No, and then, but every but then when you when you sit down in seats that are too small for you every fucking day, and when you get on a plane, and if you like if you have to buy two seats on an airplane, like you know that you're fat, and you know that you can't ride a roller coaster ride. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, I'm not fat, but I, I was... Uh, like, fat people know that they're fat. They deal with it constantly every moment of their lives. They can't breathe. They can't wipe themselves properly or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Like, they know. <laughs> you know, they've constantly people staring at them, making them feel bad about themselves, getting microaggressions. Like, they fucking know. They know they're fat. They get it. I, I, I just reminded me that last summer I was riding back from uh, Connecticut, and uh, I had I was taking the, the Peter Pan bus, mm. and I had this huge woman sit next to me and I was in the window seat. Mm. I was literally smushed up against the window for like fucking three hours. 
while some girl was texting me breaking up with me. It was like one of the least pleasurable experiences in my life. That's and it would have been great if they could have just made her pay for two seats and I could have sat somewhere else. Right. You know, so I, I understand that that, you know, it's it it sucks and there's the whole fat hate thing. Uh, but I have to kind of side with the park in this one. I think it's a safety issue. Oh, it is a safety issue. And I totally understand that. And it, but yeah. what I'm saying is like they probably just shouldn't have like like they should have just put it in the fine print. They should have just done what every other park does and put it in the fine print, you know, and that way you're covered legally. But like then people if you like announce that, then of course people are going to get upset. Now, where was this? Were they, were they posted next to the ride or was it just like on the front page of the website? Like I think they had posters. Because yeah, yeah. it's a brand new park, so they're advertising it. And I think that post is where they supposed That's to a weird it. thing weird to, to advertise. advertise. Yeah, because it, it, it's it's like the fake ad you made, like, welcome to the park, no fatties. That's essentially Isn't what that is. Isn't that a good advertisement? Like, oh, yeah, I get to have a new park and I have to deal with these fat and people. I, if I were them, I'd put the I'd just put it up sort of yeah, in front of the fat. ride at the park. And people walk out and be like, oh, I can't ride the ride. I guess I'll eat another hot dog. But you what know, if they, like they get that, all the way to the front of the line and then they start at complaining because they, they didn't know? They're going to run out of energy pretty quick. That's, it's okay. <laughs> just distract uh, him with a hot dog. Yeah. yeah exactly. I think get it. Fetch. Yeah. I think at the heart of this case is the question of, and I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but like whether fat people should be considered disabled and accommodated for like, as, no. like, like you have a disability, like people with no. wheelchairs. No. no. Or, right. Or whether it's, um, you know, society doesn't have to, have to accommodate uh, someone who's too fat. And I think, I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Like there's, I think there are good arguments either way, but that is what, like, before you just jump on one side or the other, like saying like, you know, it should be looked at as disability. You have to understand that then like all businesses have to like um, construct things, and it makes it harder to start business, and it just makes everything cost more. If like, yeah, if every single thing has to be. Uh, well, I mentioned this earlier. I think anybody, as long as you're able-bodied, if someone has like a disease or a disability and it makes them fat, that's obviously not their fault. But that's not the that's scenario in ninety cases. percent of cases. Yeah. And so this is a scenario, and I and you kind of hit the nail on the head unintentionally earlier when you were saying that this is something that's not out of the ordinary. These are numbers and these are procedures. Pretty much, it sounds like internationally for theme parks. Right. So this is nothing new. Well, Fake it's also outrage. like an, a structural engineering issue, like you were saying, Phil. And it's just like, I mean, physically, and it's like with the height stuff. Yeah, there's height requirements on rides. And if you're too tall, your head might hit it might have a low clearance and your head might hit it. And then great, you want to ride the ride, you'll fucking die or lose your face, but fucking go ahead. At the heart of it is like a lot of times the harnesses, like all the safety things won't won't yeah. fit over someone. And that's why no, I mean those seats are be. like those seats yeah. are pretty narrow. I mean, like I feel squished up in those seats sometimes and I'm a small person. You know? So it's like I can only imagine. Yeah. And it's also like if if you can't latch the safety harness. Because right. the person is too big, then that person can't ride the ride, and it's just that simple. Like, yeah. I think Allison hit the nail. You can't so be that, free balling it on a roller coaster. They they have those things, but ba the rule is if you fit, you sit, which is right. what you said. So it they still be. have that same rule, but I think they're trying to warn people you might not fit if if you have like if you have these measurements. Yeah, I just feel like they didn't need to get out in front of that. But what do you guys think about this? So you, you I guys feel like it's like they're a new park and they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And like, right. I feel like Six Flags is probably sitting over there like, yeah, you fucking idiots. You don't tell them that they're fat. You just let them figure it out for themselves. I think because <laughs> there's so many fat people, they might felt like they needed to put that out front because otherwise like half the people are going to complain. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's like... Well, I think Allison, in the very beginning... She said that if it's in Alabama, why don't they just design it for fatter people? I'm saying it's, I mean, but, like, what do they do in Texas? You, you know? that is a legitimate the whole question. roller coaster. It, you have to it, change all the way you construct an entire yes, roller coaster. Yes, you do because you things get a are little based bit more, on. You have to buy a little bit more steel from China. That's all. Yeah, you have to change the whole design of the thing. 
you and these are all tickets from well, you you would have, have I feel it. like just designing it from the first place. Like, okay, we're doing this in an area where there's a lot of like big Baddies. people. So let's like reinforce the coasters a little bit better. I don't know. <laughs> Make wider seats. Yeah. Bonk stronger straps or whatever the, mm-hmm. the case is. So yeah, I'm going to fake outrage in this one. I think uh, if you're upset, it's probably on, it might not be. And this might just be, you know, my skinny privilege talking or whatever, but I'm going fake outrage. I'm going fake outrage too. I'm going to say fake outrage. I think that if you're upset about this, you should block it off. <laughs> See what you did there? Yeah. <laughs> so before we go, we always give our guests the opportunity. Clempy, anything you're mad about in the universe? Oh, yeah. I've been yelling. I've been biking recently, like more recently. And uh, it's like nice because it gives me exercise, but it also gives me a lot of opportunity to like scream at more strangers on the street. And I, I was ranting about this earlier. I don't know. I feel like this is like such an isolated thing that only really affects me. But it's like this has been driving me crazy. Do you mean like personal stuff or like just general world stuff? Because I'm going to Wh- do whatever this. you would yeah, like. Whatever right. you want. This is, yeah. yeah. This is like this pisses me off so much. And it happened to me on my way here. Like I'll be biking. <laughs> and, you know, it's like you guys get you guys know what bikes are. And, uh, you know, like there's not always a bike lane. So sometimes you're just on the side of the road. Right. Yes. And. It happens all the time where a car will be coming up from behind me and I'm just on the side of my road, minding my own business, just biking along. And then the car, I guess, because they're upset that I'm in front of them or whatever the thing, they'll just start honking, but like right behind me. And it's like, I feel like people don't, people just don't think. They don't think about how their actions affect other people. And you think like, oh, I'm in a car and I know what a car horn sounds like when I'm in a car. But when you're just directly in front of that car, it's way louder, you know? And so I'm like on my bike, just minding my own business, biking. And then I get like a, ah! It's like right behind me and it's like, oh, God, and I freak out and I get so scared. And I'm like, what do you what do you want from me? Like, what do you want? Like, just don't hit me. Just break the car. And just it's your job to not run me over. That's how this works. And it's just like and then they're honking at me and yelling at me to, like, get out of the road. And I'm just like, what do you want me to do? Like, it makes me so Yeah, bicycles are, are granted one lane of traffic by law. And so let me just sort of get a visual here, because for the people who don't aren't New York who might be hearing this, there are some avenues in New York where there is protected bike lanes that are like there's like a mini sidewalk in between the actual traffic and the bike lane. So it sounds like you were in one of the sort of regular ones where it was like painted on. There's like arrows of the bike. Yeah, there's but like it's either arrows really... or it's just like, you know, a lot of places like in Brooklyn or wherever. And, you know, in a lot of places, I mean, every people bike everywhere. Yeah. You know, you don't it does. This isn't even New York specific. Anywhere you're biking, if there's not a bike lane, you're just biking on the side of the road and you're not allowed to bike on the sidewalk it is technically illegal and yeah. just not safe anyway and it's just like i don't know it just like drives me insane cuz it's like i get it like if i was like too far out into traffic or if i'm blocking something or like whatever like i understand being like annoyed but it's like when i'm doing my due diligence and i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing it's like just don't i just don't understand what they expect me as the bicyclist to do it's like do you want me to just like absorb myself into the parked cars like i don't just, yeah, just, just like go around me like they assume make, my gaseous form for 10 seconds the, so you they can make pass. the lanes wide enough for you to be able to go around me for that very reason it just drives me fucking insane and there are different quality like you can do you can honk your horn if you need to you can do it in a nice way you can really have a burp, burp. you know everyone yeah. knows that there's a nice way to honk like, yeah. your car was no, this wasn't one time. This happens to me every day. Oh. It happened to me on the way here with like one of those big, it was like, I don't know if it was a food truck, but it was like one of those big trucks, you know, with like the, like they don't have doors on the side, like a mail truck. Or, it wasn't a mail truck, but like a truck like that, you know, it was like car. Yeah. What, if there, what if it yeah. was really like the, they're trying to cat call you through their car horn? Maybe that's what it is. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, maybe, but that's equally ineffective. They saw well, your molded. Let me ask I mean, you, I get cat called on bikes all the time, too. 
Okay, so, oh, I was just going to ask what was worse, the honking or the catcalling, but I, apparently the, they, those do not mutually the exclusive. The honking uh, I hate because it startles the fuck out of me, and it's mm -hmm. so loud. It, like, sh it, like, rattles your core when, like, a car horn, like, honks, like, right in your ear like that. You're not expecting it. Um, yeah, if you do a little, meh, meh, like, just like a, hey, I'm here, you know, like, that's one thing, but this is not what that is. No, but catcalling, <laughs> I don't know, the catcalling is just, like, really annoying, and it was just like, and now I'm like, I'm like, oh, I thought like, oh, okay, if I'm biking, I'll get catcalled less. But it's just like, there's just other guys on bikes who will catcall you. <laughs> and that's just oh, like, this is bike to bike? Yeah, there's bike to bike. There's car to bike. There's pedestrian to bike. Basically, it's just like you, you're just exposed to everybody. Wow. Because yeah. I, I just expected it to be the same kind of guys that did it normally. They just would have to do it faster because you're traveling it past them faster yeah and like some it's also like sometimes i have to be like okay but maybe they weren't talking to you maybe you just like misheard it like the other night i was biking through park slope at like kind of late at night there's like no cars out it was very lovely and there's a construction guy white guy probably 40s overweight whatever i don't know if he would be able to ride these rides but um <laughs> like i'm biking past him there's no one there's no one else outside and I bike past him, and I just hear him go, it's hot. And I just, like, like I looked at him well, for You're a hot or it's hot? He just, I just heard him say hot. Mm. And I, like, I, I'm still biking, but I, like, look at him, and I just go, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and then he yells back at me, and he goes, I said, it's hot. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, I mean, okay, but then who were you talking to? You know? Like, right. I'm the only mm. person here, and you're just, like, declaring it's hot as I happen to be biking by. And it's also like, I don't know, maybe just think about, it's, it goes back to like just be thinking about how your <laughs> actions affect other people. It's like, is just announcing to the world, it's hot, just as a young lady happens to be passing by you. And maybe that might get misconstrued. This guy yeah. is like a level two catcaller because he's, yeah. he's now, he's, he's, uh, Defeated the system so much, you know. He used the meteorology defense. He's That's he's a step ahead because he now he has a cover. He has a cover your ass cat call every time. It took me way long to come up, way too long to come up to come. It was like ten seconds, which is way too long. And, yeah, it is way too long. And uh, or felt like too long. Anyway, and then so I'm like almost at the next block, and then I just yell back at him. I'm like, it's not even that hot. <laughs> no, and the thing Good is, you're one. you're one of those really people who, who so some some girls just get like uncomfortable. But I know you good enough to know you're one of the people you'll fire back at somebody if yeah, you get a rude cat call. You'll be I'll like, fuck you, buddy. Like you're you're not uh you're intimidated by these like you know. Sometimes construction I need guys. to watch it. It depends. Sometimes I've like sort of gotten myself into like some scary situations because I've yelled back at somebody like very aggressively. I also am like really trying to work on like my personal rage issues. Um, and I feel like fighting with strangers like doesn't help that. <laughs> and it's also like, you know, everyone in New York is crazy and you don't know what people are capable of. And like people have tried to test me on the streets and I've gone fucking nuts on them. So it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't do that to other people, you know, because yeah, I don't want to end up on a world star video. I think yeah. it'd be hilarious if they had like a, then a meteorology conversation. Like it's not even hot. We're like, well, it's eighty five, but the heat well, index the is like ninety three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the humidity is fifty nine percent. And I've also been out here working, so it's uh, uh, you have the wind. So technically, it's hotter than you feel that it is. I'm gonna be dehydrated. Can you get me some Gatorade, Miss? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that'd be. Uh, anyway, I think that's a good place to end on meteorology jokes. Uh, Allison Clem, so your your um your outrage is about basically just strangers and bad interactions in public. It sounds like yeah, you're just, gonna put under an umbrella. Just people, just I don't know, not just being dicks to strangers in public for no reason. I guess that's a good way to say it. You can yeah. follow Allison online at 
at Allison Klemp, A-L-I-S-O-N-K-L-E-M-P. Yes, follow us anytime you'd like at Fake Outrage Rept. Email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and iTunes, whatever, laughable. Give us good reviews, all that happy horse shit. Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Uh, the padded versus the molded. I think that's the key question. Padded or molded? That is the Was question. Was it padded or molded? In, in life, you mean? Yeah, it's one of the key questions. It all comes down to whether it's padded or molded. I think that's such a... It's what you call it, and there are these fine distinctions, and you can get away with it. It's like, it's you know what? Padded versus molded is the it's hot versus you're hot of the, of, of the bra argument. Because you can just say, no, it's one thing, I meant the other thing. And then you, and you can totally get away with shit. But, it's, like but there's a, plausible deniability. It sounds like a male privilege talking to me. Yeah.